In today's episode, I want to talk about something that we all go through, but when you go through it, it feels like you're completely alone. I want to share with you my heart and I want to share some scripture and I hope through biblical truth that by the time you leave this episode, you feel filled and you feel encouraged no matter what season that you're going through. I'm your host, Amanda Ensing, and you are tuning in to Liberty Before Lipstick. Hello, everyone. I hope you are doing well. Today is Tuesday, July 6th. I hope everyone had a great July 4th. How amazing it is to live in the land of the free, the land of opportunities. I thank God every single day that I get to live in the USA. I love this country. I love everything that it has given me, everything that it has done for me. And I will never stop defending our liberties because freedom is not free. I appreciate the United States of America even more now than I did a year ago, especially after the last year that we've had. I just appreciate being here so much, and truly, I believe for this country, the best is yet to come. Before we get into this episode, please consider supporting my Patreon. I mentioned it in my last episode, but I created a Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Amanda Ensing. I'll have it linked down below. I created this to support my podcast. It allows me to create more content and to keep my content ad-free. I've been doing this podcast for months now and I've kept it ad-free. I don't want to bring any sponsors that are inauthentic here. And by you supporting my Patreon, it allows me to have full creative freedom and to continue posting conservative and truth-seeking content and encouraging content. So please consider coming and joining my Patreon I'm so grateful for those of you that have signed up, and I'm so excited for this next chapter with my podcast. I've learned throughout the last couple of months since starting my podcast that I will plan a topic to talk about, and the last minute God says, no, Amanda, you need to talk about this, and I'm like, all right, let's do it, and I drop all of my other plans, and I just wing it, and I speak from the heart, and I speak, usually in these types of videos, I speak on biblical truth like I'm doing today, and I talk about scripture, and these are my favorite type of episodes to bring to you, to film, to talk about, because my heart is filled with God, so when I get to talk about God, I get to share my heart. In this season, I've been trying to really discern and listen to what God is telling me, And what God is leading me to, you know, obedience is the most important thing in your walk with Christ and also can be the most difficult thing. So today was one of those days where I'm like, all right, let's do it. And in all honesty, it has been a rough day for me. It has been one of those days where when it rains, it pours and I'm exhausted mentally, physically, I'm exhausted Um, The last couple of days, even, to be honest, have been really tough, and they've been some of the hardest days I've had in a very long time. And when you're in the business of content creation, you know, you're working to push out content, whether it's digital, video, audio, so many get in the, the mix, the groove, just in the motion of creating content and pushing through the things they're going through in their real life. And, you know, depending on what kind of content you post, like when I was just doing beauty content, it was very taxing because there were times where I was dealing with storms of life like we all go through. And I had to go on camera, put on a smile and talk about makeup 
when in reality I was having a bad day or having a bad week or dealing with things where I didn't want to come on camera and pretend like nothing was wrong. And even if you're not in content creation, you know, there are times you just have to suck it up, put on a smile and go about your job and do what you have to do. But my goal is to turn my pain into my testimony and allow God to work through that and to be vulnerable like I've always been with you guys. And it's not easy. I'll be the first to admit it's not easy. It's not easy to be vulnerable to thousands or millions of people because you know people judge. It's just how we are. But if I can help one person just by being who I am and putting it all out there, then you know that's enough for me. And I want God to be able to do what he wants with my life and with my story. So, you know, like I said, in all honesty, I'm having a pretty rough day. I've had a pretty rough couple of days and I don't need anyone to feel sorry for me. I'm not a victim. I'm a real human being. And we all have bad days. We all have bad seasons, hard seasons, but no one talks about it. Do you know what I mean? I feel like when you scroll through most people's Instagram feeds, it's all of the highlights. You know, a lot of Instagram feeds are highlight reels. And I can't blame anyone, you know. You want to project and put out there the best version of you because you know it's going to be picked apart. When in reality, the more honest you are with people, sure, you're going to get judged, but who cares? You know, it doesn't really matter what people think. The more real that you are with people, the more people feel connected to your story because, you know, the whole facade, the whole matrix of people pretending like their life is perfect and they have the perfect relationship, they have the perfect family, they have the perfect life, the perfect hair, the perfect outfits, you know, all the per- the strive for perfection is so boring and overrated. Sure, like, you know, there used to be like that, that whole thing of couple goals, couple goals, but like no one on social media in reality, they're not goals. And you're probably thinking like, what do you mean? No one is goals. We're literally all flawed human beings and we all fall short. That's just the truth. No matter how cute a picture is, you know, we all make mistakes. We all sin. We all fall short. I think it's time that we embrace that instead of beating ourselves up for thinking, well, you know, this person's life is so great. I want to be more like that. How come my life isn't like that? Because comparison will truly steal everything from you. It will steal your joy. God doesn't compare his creations. He made us all unique. And to say that you're not worthy or that you're not good as someone, you know, someone else's life is to say that God made a mistake. And God makes no mistakes. Like if you are breathing, if you woke up today, you have a part in his story. You have a part to play. You are here for a purpose. Do not mistake your purpose. God has great things for you. No matter how small your life might seem, the world makes you feel small. Through Christ, he gives us a spirit of power, love, and discipline. So as I've been dealing with thing after thing after thing going wrong today, I just thought, oh, you know, I really, I don't want to film. I don't want to talk. Like I literally, it's so much easier for me to just give up, to just quit, to just say, you know what, I'm just going to take the day off and I, I just can't today. And look, sometimes that's what you should do. You should give yourself the time. But I also think that there are so many moments where God is going to test you through your trials to show you that you can push through it with Christ. And so many times when we're going through trials, we mess up. And I'll tell you how we mess up. We mess up by not going to God first. You see, we were made in the image of God. 
So nothing in this world can ever fulfill you like God can because we were made in his image. He is what completes us. He is what makes us whole. So when we go to, you know, friends or family or, you know, shopping or makeup or whatever it is, you know, whatever makes you feel good, there are temporary solutions for an eternal problem. We're always going to be dealing with trials in this world. The Bible is covered in Jesus telling us that. But I want to share some scripture that I've written down that just helps me so much because my goal in this season is every time I struggle, I fall short, I'm going through hard times is to go to God first. I think as Christians, we have so many that underestimate the power of prayer, underestimate the power of being quiet with Christ and talking to God. I know I've surely underestimated it the last couple of years. We can so easily get caught up in just saying, okay, well, I'll pray later. Or, okay, you know, I'm just going to go take a walk outside and then I'll go get a coffee and then I'll be fine. And yeah, sometimes you just need to breathe. But we should always be running to God first because he is waiting with open arms. And because life gets so busy, it seems like it leaves us no time for God. And another thing that I'm working on while we're at it in this season is praying and worshiping twice as much as I work. The world teaches us to work, 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 work all the time and then go to church on Sundays. How different would our lives be if we worshiped and we prayed twice as much as we worked? I wonder what kind of transformation we would see in our lives, in our societies, and in our world. When you read through the Bible, you see how much the disciples, Jesus, how much they sat with God, how much they prayed, how much they worshiped, how much they fasted. You know, it was every day living for God. When today, when you look at how fast our society is, it's how much can you work? How much can you achieve? How much can you add to your resume? How many followers can you get? How much money can you make? Nowhere in that is How much have you talked to God this week? And it's something I've been thinking about a lot because, you know, I have those moments where I'm just on my knees and I'm like, God, I need you, you know, and in those moments, God will refill you. But when you're in the moment of a trial or a hard season or a bad day, it's so hard to think clearly sometimes. That's why the Bible talks so much about spiritual warfare. That's why I personally pray every single day for myself, for my loved ones, for my family members, I pray for all of us to have a sound mind. Ephesians 6.12 says, We aren't fighting against flesh and blood, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. It's not physical people that we battle. It's the spiritual. It's a war on the mind because your mind controls everything. Have you noticed how when you are anxious or you're stressed or you're in high pressure situations. It's like when you can't think clearly, everything can just crumble really fast. That's why prayer and a sound mind is so important because if you can control your mind, you can control anything. You can control your reaction to things. And to control your mind, you need to wrap yourselves in the full armor of God. I have a full podcast episode on wrapping yourself in the full armor of God. And to do that, you have to know the Bible. You have to know what the Bible says. Do you see where I'm going with this? Everything leads back 
to Jesus. It leads back to scripture. It leads back to his word. Think of it this way. If you're going to bake a chocolate cake, but you don't have the recipe and you've never cooked it before, you're just guessing. And more than likely, you're going to end up with something that looks more like chocolate pudding and is probably going to be burnt because you don't know what you're doing. Living life, the Bible is our blueprint, right? It's our instruction manual for life. So if we don't know what the Bible says, if we don't know who God is, how can we possibly walk out what he has for us? And that's been a hard pill for me to swallow the last year because I underestimated the power of the Bible for a long time. You know, growing up in the Catholic church, I didn't learn how important the Bible was at my church. It wasn't until I was an adult that I was like, oh, people read their Bibles every day. Like genuinely, my church did not teach me that. It was just the couple Bible verses they read at mass. And it was as an adult that I decided to move to non-denominational. I'm just a follower of Christ. I'm a Christian. That's my personal path. I want biblical truth, not man-made religion. And that's not me judging you. You have to go where God takes you, but this is where God took me. And so I found so much life and peace in the Bible, more than I had in my entire life growing up in the church that I went to. So even in the last year, you know, the beautiful thing about God is you read the Bible every day and it just becomes second nature to where you're learning about Jesus every single day. You're learning who he is. And it is the most beautiful love story. I think one of the hardest parts about reading the Bible is getting yourself to do it. There were so many times in the last couple of years where I'm like, I need to open my Bible, but you just don't want to. And that's the enemy. You know, he doesn't want you to know God's truth. The devil does not want you to know who you are through Christ, who God made you to be. And you have to get in the routine of reading your Bible every single day, putting on the full armor of God and being prepared for spiritual warfare, the battle of the mind, the war on the mind. It is just like physical conditioning. It's conditioning your mind and your spirit. So just like you can go to the gym, if you're going to train for a marathon, you don't just go run a marathon, right? You have to condition your body. You start with one mile and then you can go up to two miles and then three miles and, and so on and so forth until your body is conditioned to be able to run for your marathon. It's the same with scripture and with the Bible. You have to get in the habit of reading your scripture just as much as you read articles online about celebrities or you read pop culture or as much as you watch YouTube videos or listen to podcasts. You have to make time for God first and foremost. I've never met anyone who read their Bible every single day who said it didn't change their life. And maybe this message is exactly what God wanted you to hear. Because you're on this podcast episode for a reason. God brought you here for a reason. You're tuning into it for a reason. Perhaps it's time you start opening up that Bible every single day. Try 30 days of reading your Bible every single day and talking to God. For those of you listening who aren't Christians who say, well, you know, I kind of want to know who God is. He's waiting and, and he's ready to have a relationship with you talk to him. You know, you don't need anyone else to talk to God. Jesus said in the Bible, the only way to get to the Father is through me. You have direct access to the Almighty God whenever you want. How amazing is that? And how often we forget and we take it for granted and we run to things on this earth instead of to God. I think the devil uses our eyes a lot to fool us because we see things on earth that are so real. You know, people, culture, entertainment, and we, we go to that, right? Video games, et cetera, et cetera, like food, 
maybe it's alcohol, whatever it is, we run to those things because it's instant gratification. We see it now. But God is eternal gratification. And everything that I'm saying in this episode, it's just as much for me as it is for you guys. You know, I can be great at giving advice. Doesn't mean I always take it, but I try. You know, I'm imperfect like the rest of us. I'm not here to preach to you like I'm any better. You know, I'm in the same boat as you guys, and it's a constant daily reminder. But I will tell you that the more I read my Bible and the more I learn about scripture and what the Bible says, the more I fall in love with God every single day. You can't read the Bible and learn all of these amazing miracles that Jesus has done, how much God loves us, Jesus dying for us. You cannot read the love story and the miracles of the Bible without falling in love with Jesus. I personally believe it's impossible if you really understand what God has done for us, what he will do for us, and who God is. It is the greatest love story of all time. I know I keep saying that, but it's so true. And when you put God first, your life changes. Doesn't mean it's easy. It gets harder. But eternity is a long time to be wrong. Like if I'm wrong, so be it. But if I'm not, eternity is a long time to be wrong. If I were just to read the Bible and say, yeah, you know, I don't know if I believe that. I'll say it again. Eternity is a long time to be wrong. And since letting God into my life, I mean, it's literally the only way I get through anything, you know, alone I can't, but with God I can. So I want to read some scripture to you. Let me just start by saying the Bible is so good. And that to say, even the scripture I share with you today, there is endless amount of scripture where this comes from. Colossians 3.15 says, And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. John 10.10, The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. John 16, 33. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Isaiah 41, 10. Don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. Oh, that one is so good. I also love this one, 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 9. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. Last one I'm going to share, Matthew eleven twenty eight. Then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. So these are just a few scriptures in the Bible that talk about trials that we are sure to face, but he commands us, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. We are pressed on all sides. It feels like sometimes all the walls are just caving in. The devil can push all he wants and squeeze, but we are never crushed. The devil wants you to think that it's over, you're done for, but you're never done for through Christ because God wins. He will always win and he will hold us up with his, not just right hand, it says in the Bible, his victorious right hand. I also love how he says that his grace is all that we need. 
and that God's power works best in weakness. And if you think about it, if we never went through any trials, anything here on earth, right? What would there be to have faith in? If we knew how everything worked out, we had no troubles here, what would be the need for faith in God? Through our weakness and our hardship, God shows his grace and how he can work through people's lives. The most beautiful stories and testimonies I've heard from people are people who have very hard pasts. And having them share how God has worked through them, has healed them, has took the broken pieces and put it all together, it doesn't get any better than that. I personally don't know anyone with a beautiful testimony without a broken past, without a hard past, without struggles. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of homework in this episode, and it's to go to your Bibles and make a list of scripture that talks about finding the joy and peace through the struggles of life. There are so many verses, way more than what I just went over. In the book of Matthew, there's also a verse that I love, and in the book of John that talks about how through the struggles we rejoice. And when you're persecuted in the name of Jesus, rejoice and be glad for the kingdom of heaven is yours. There's so much beautiful scripture that will show you, hey, you're in the season, you're on the right path. Also know that when you're going through hard seasons, it might seem alone. It might seem like everyone around you is just perfect and great and you know, you're by yourself. You're not. I promise you, you are not alone. First and foremost, God is always right there with you. So know you're never alone, but that we are all going through this. And you know, on earth here, we were promised nothing. We weren't promised to have you know, an easy life here. The Bible tells us otherwise that we will go through trials. But even though we go through hard times here, God promises us that he is with us, that he will refill us and not to fear. You know, do not fear is covered in the Bible. Do not fear. Do not be afraid and to give all of your stress and anxiety to him. The world is the one that tells you all this self-help nonsense of you're enough, like just fake it until you make it, you know, have confidence in yourself. You got this. But in reality, it's not you got this. It's God's got this. And with God, we can do anything. So knowing where your strength comes from and knowing biblical truth, I can't stress that enough, will change your life. I'm praying for everyone listening to the sound of my voice right now, that you will be filled with God's peace, with God's love, that your first reaction in hard times and in struggles is not to run to the world, but to run to Jesus, to run to our Father, who is such a good Father, and that even in your season of hardship and struggle, God will carry you through with his victorious right hand, and he will bring you above everything, because that's what he does. He carries us through. He doesn't let any tear go to waste. Never forget that. Never let the ways of this world convince you that God is anything other than who he says he is in the Bible. Even when it feels like it's you against the world, that there's an army in front of you, remember you have the lion of Jesus standing right beside you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Liberty Before Lipstick. Don't forget to subscribe, download, like this podcast. It helps me out a lot. Don't forget to share it with a friend. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give me a review in the Apple Store. It'll help for people coming to the podcast so they can have an idea of what to expect when they come to listen. 
please consider joining my Patreon. Patreon is a way to allow me to continue doing what I do to create more content, to eventually expand my team, which also leads to more content, but really to keep my podcast ad-free. So please consider joining my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Amanda Ensing. Depending on which tier you join, you'll also get access to exclusive content. I hope everyone has a great week. God bless, and I'll catch you in my brand new episode next Tuesday.